Get ready for non-stop action. Get ready for non-stop excitement. They're doing the job possibly nobody wants. Watching every canon film and analyzing them. To death. Frank Garcia Hale. Jeff Garlock in The Canon Canon. They look like big green eggs to me. Welcome to the Canon Canon. My name is Jeff Garlock. And I'm Frank Garcia, the Cyclops. Hail. <laughs> oh, designed by the Canon Bros. <laughs> what a big credit that designed by was. Way to, way to just, we'll get to it, but way to spoil your biggest surprise <laughs> at the beginning of the movie in the credits. Anyway. All, all, right away, they start with being like, we got to do what they did with Giger. <laughs> and give a big credit uh, for our movie today uh, that, yeah, we're going to get into. But uh, today we are doing 1980 or 1982's <laughs> Contamination, a.k.a. we'll get into a bunch of other names. <laughs> uh, and today doing this with us, we have a fantastic guest. Frank, you want to introduce Yes, our next guest, uh, we met at the UCB Theater ages ago in New York, uh, and he's one of the most talented performers, writers uh, that I've had a pleasure working with, especially at, we worked together at the CBS Showcase as well. You may know him from Netflix's Astronomy Club, a really fantastic sketch show, and from various projects on Nickelodeon, uh, Nickelodeon including uh, the reboot of uh, All That Ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, please welcome James Third. Yay. Wow. Thank you. That was great. Well, that thank was an amazing <laughs> intro. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for thank you for coming on. We also didn't have the the one I think most important credit is I think I directed you for only one show for the UCB team Moriarty. <laughs> honestly, that is the that is my most important credit, honestly. <laughs> That show. <laughs> Where even when I came in, I was like, I'm like a sniper director, and I'm not sure I'm doing a good or a bad job being a sniper. And I came in, I was like, whoa, Moriarty, I'm out. Best director we've ever had. And then oh. you left us. <laughs> sorry, I, I appreciate <laughs> that. you left us. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, James. <laughs> it's just life. Uh, but thank you so much for doing this. Yeah. yeah. Um, thank you for having uh, me. I also just want to say that I was furious that they credited the alien cyclops design before right <laughs> i was furious why i, believe it. I mean because you also then you gotta wait the whole time being like it's what coming. is this worthwhile credit that is come? <laughs> and by the time it gets there it's like oh blazers uh, contamination yeah. you done me again <laughs> um so uh james i before we get into the craziness and amazingness i think Ooh, spoiler in a uh -oh. weird way of Ooh. contamination <laughs> uh so we usually start off by kind of just like talking like so when two twofold one did you have any relationship with canon films uh before this and two if so and if not like growing up what was your way of consuming movies okay so no i didn't have any connection to canon films um and gr growing up I, I, we had like a handful of VHSs that we would, <laughs> we would watch all the time. Um, and then, you know, and then I think that I would just sort of 
always pursue whatever, like, I don't know, whatever, like, superhero thing was coming out, whatever. Jurassic Park was my favorite movie. So, like, that all of mm-hmm. every time one of those came out, you know, so it was like that kind of thing. I think there was a period of time where we had HBO and, and like Cinemax and Showtime. And then, and so then that right. was really big. But, the, but, but that wasn't the whole of my childhood, but a period of it. So I would watch movies through, right. through like that. Did you have a That's video what you mean, st- right? My exposure to. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you did, 100%. I mean, and already right away, you've got HBO and Cinemax. So you weirdly also might have experienced some canned films, and you didn't even know. And I didn't know it. Honestly, yeah, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Because that is a huge part. It's just like the the way they are. It's like there are so many that even Frank and I are just like, wait, what? Like, that's canon related? I've watched that 40,000 times uh, when I was a child. Uh, did you go to video stores at all growing up or? Yes. Um, there was a, a blockbuster and a Hollywood video ne- very near each other. Okay. And that, that we would go to, we would go to those a lot. When Hollywood showed up, it was like, hold on a dollar. This yeah. is amazing. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I think that I'm actually excited. You said blockbuster cause it's something I think Frank, you and me were talking about it yep. off air. Like I just watched the last blockbuster, uh, yeah. that documentary and it was, a harder watch for me because I was like, I have no nostalgia for Blockbuster. <laughs> so it is just like, it's interesting to watch other people. And I was just like, oh, we just didn't have one. So it's just like mm-hmm. immediately, it's just like almost an entire movie. It's just, I'm like, why am I watching this? Yeah. <laughs> like, not my experience at all. Um, it's a, I think we talked about this kind of the same issue I had with the Tower Records one. Like, I do have nostalgia for Blockbuster. Uh, because I come from a small Texas town, and when Blockbuster came, like that was like a huge deal. Uh, and then that's where the teen, the teenagers would uh, hang out at the parking lot of Blockbuster. That's where they would meet up, and then they just go oh, up and that down was your the, the single hangout? strip. What? Hell yeah. yeah! That was your teenage hangout. Was or the for the teenagers in your town? That ours what? was the Mickey D's parking lot. Yeah, it used to be the Dairy Queen <laughs> parking lot until. Uh, the the blockbuster and I was like, you dumbasses! Why are you just going up and down this one strip? We're thirty minutes away from <laughs> Dallas. What are you doing? <laughs> so I mean, that that was the same as living at Greenpoint sometimes, where you'd be like, you literally can just go across the bridge, right, to Manhattan. Everyone, it's right there. But stop I, hanging out in the key food parking lot. <laughs> but I really didn't have like I, I that 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 documentary i was like oh this is kind of fun but it was like well you did also kill off mom and pop shops and it's like i don't have that same kind of reverence for i don't think you're that great to be celebrating blockbuster (laughs) it's a corporation we're just we're celebrating a giant corporation like i mean i I miss you but you're also evil yeah exactly exactly. (laughs) and that's the thing life is not uh, you know black and white we can live in the grays of what blockbuster was that we can both love and hate it all at the same time um well, that is fantastic. So going with that, James, so when I believe you picked Contamination off of our I list, did, yeah. am I right? On that? Yes. What, what did, drew yeah. you to picking Contamination? I I feel like I was, I, <laughs> Alien was in, was in parentheses and I was like, I think I love this. <laughs> I think I love the parenthetical <laughs> in the title. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, I feel like that was what it was. I j- I can't even remember what else. The the list was extensive, uh, but I but it's, it's I, I crazy, was like, oh, right? I 
I like aliens and like we're in the middle of, of a pandemic and so contamination. I don't know. It just felt like it was ticking a lot of boxes. Um, yeah. uh, you know, and I thought like, yeah, I haven't, I hadn't seen this movie and I want to see like, I want to see what kind of weird alien lore it has. <laughs> and it does. Kind of. And it, it definitely does have <laughs> weird alien lore. <laughs> so. yes. Here's a follow-up to that. So it, this is also both a follow-up and I want both of you to feel free any time during this to say, Jeff, you're talking too much about Italian horror films and Italian cinema. <laughs> but... <laughs> Did you uh, did you have like a any like kind of he, any familiarity with like the Italian cinema of the time like of where that would kind of come from? No, I did I didn't know what I was getting into or like or <laughs> what or what it or what it, even it should it should tonally feel like. I'm I feel like I'm very I I'm not the most cultured when it comes to um like when it comes to uh, niche, super niche sci-fi or horror, um, right. and then and then when you go abroad, I'm even less so, you know. So sure. <laughs> um, it's, uh, uh, but you know, so I so there was also the sort of opening up to that of it of it all that was well, exciting because it was super fun to me because at one point, like I had just finished watching it and. Uh, I believe Frank texted me. It was like, yeah, James was worried he's not watching the right version. <laughs> because he's like... I, I still am. <laughs> and I'll, 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 uh, because I... the When I finished the... Um, when I finished the copy that I was watching, it right. ended... The one that I, that I was watching ended at... Um, uh, now you look. It's your turn. That's where it stopped. It's st- it stopped what? there. So then I went. To, so really? then I went to Amazon to watch the rest of it. Yes. Yeah, so it was. So it was. It was the the copy was in the Film Rise app itself, and it was. It okay. was <laughs> like maybe five minutes shorter than the than the than the actual movie, oh. and then I had to watch the rest of it. In within the other one, so I am still a Man. little like I will as we talk about the movie well, itself. We'll see if there's anything that was <laughs> that was different in my version. Definitely, <laughs> but, I love this. But when that stopped, when it when it stopped there, I was like, no, something is horribly wrong. <laughs> something is wrong with what right. I just watched. Well, because I didn't know how to answer Frank completely when he texted me, because <laughs> like one. What, when I was watching Amazon, like what, Amazon has two different versions, but they're the same version, yeah. but they yeah. have two different years, two different posters, two different descriptions. And so like I stopped one after five minutes to be like, I got to check the other one because Frank was like, no, 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 you can watch either, but watch the 81. I was like, fuck, I'm in 82. <laughs> so I was like, I guess I'll go to 80, 80. And it was slightly better looking. But yeah. then also I was like, all right, mine said film rise. Maybe... It's that, but now I'm like, it, but I also was just like, he's not wrong that there, <laughs> even if it was the right quote unquote version, that it has massive jumps, yeah. massive idea tone shifts. Yeah. Because yeah, I also was like, yeah. that's kind of Italian movies of the time. <laughs> right. But I'm also now wondering if you 
if Film Rise has the American cut, because the American cut's like 86 <laughs> minutes. And okay. I, and, and the, the version we watched, I think, is 95 or 94. No, yeah. But it also didn't. But the thing about what I watched. It's in the 90s, Frank, right? It, it did not end. I'm telling. I'm right. Saying, I'm no, saying, and I believe it. I totally believe I'm it. I'm saying it's not. There were no credits. <laughs> oh, there were no credits. Okay, that's a different it didn't, story. It cut it off the incomplete. I'm saying. All right, <laughs> like, that's insanity. It, he goes, look, look into its eye. You know, whatever that, that part of the movie. And then. <laughs> It just fully stopped and then started playing, I guess, the next movie in the queue. And I was like, wow. I love also, too, that you were kind of just left with an alien Cyclops uh, boner. Like, it's just like you had, you were just like, there it is. Wait, it's done. (laughs) Well, I know how it is. All of your promotion. I watched. (laughs) Yes, that's cool. (laughs) Well, yeah, because I had no idea what the version was. Because I know there's an American version. The American version, they cut out some gore. Yeah. uh, Mm -hmm. uh, And because this is also. There were many reasons I was excited to watch it. One, it's an Italian movie. I love it. Everyone who listens knows I'm obsessed with Italian 70s giallos and horror films of the time. Uh, but also, uh, this is our first video nasty, maybe, mm-hmm. Frank? Yeah. I think it is. Which Do you know what the video nasties are, James? No. It's just a list of like these banned movies in the UK, but there's like there it's a weird random list that they've created. Mm-hmm. Like and it happened in the 70s, 80s. And it's like it's kind of like the PMRC where you'd be like, okay, like I get I get why this like, you know, wasp song was banned, but then the Sheila E song doesn't make any sense. Like yeah. it's just a random weird mix. And in this case it was like it's like 36 movies banned in the UK for a long time. And some of them are still banned and you'll watch them and be like not that crazy like right and so this is what all the exploding chests or (laughs) i think it was because all this very slow exploding chests the entrails that you would see all the time (laughs) yeah or just like they were like that cyclops alien looks like just vaginas like i don't know (laughs) right it's just it looks like multiple vaginas (laughs) but but designed by sid and marty croft yeah, exactly. Multiple <laughs> vaginas by Sid and Marty Croft. There was a banana splits theme song over that. We we'll do our own cut. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean that's it. I was just so excited, so many ways to talk about this. But we should we should start then to get into it because we've already started to get into it. Oh yeah, um, Frank. What are what are some confusing stats on contamination? <laughs> Contamination, a.k.a. alien contamination, a.k.a. toxic spawn, a.k.a. larva, (laughs) came out June 11th, 1982, maybe? But it was labeled 1980, but it might have been filmed in 78 or 79. No, it was filmed in 80, early 80. That's what I remember uh, researching. But anyway, directed by Luigi Cazzi, a.k.a. Lewis Coates. (laughs) <laughs> crazy okay. pet so 1980 <laughs> what were the top films of 1980 we have at number one star wars episode five the empire strikes back nine to five stir crazy kramer versus kramer any which way you can private benjamin coal miner's daughter Smokey and the bandit Two, the blues brothers and ordinary people so uh both of you guess where this ranked in 1980 out of uh, what 
box office mojo has about like maybe 80 uh movies listed where do you think this this came in i mean wow yeah i mean i i i can't even do my usual 88 uh i i'm <laughs> i'm almost want to say a no ranking but what how many did we say for box office mojo for that one uh, i think there were about like about 60 or 80 movies listed that year that, oh, that so ranked. even the ADA wouldn't go? Okay, fuck. Yeah. I, not on the list is my guess. Yep. <laughs> you are correct, All right, sir. I'll go. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay, it's not on the list. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm good. Gonna... I was going to be very wrong. Uh, what, what were you, you going to say? say? What were you going to say, James? I want to know. I, I was going to go high and say, uh, like, 53. <laughs> wow, you really believe in this movie. And I appreciate that. <laughs> well, you know, like... A movie that could. Say if it did come out in 1982... Uh, that's the year of E.T. Uh, and oh, goodness. I'm going to take a look while you. Uh, uh, so those are the facts uh, as far as like what I have here. But uh, feel right. free to to keep talking because I'm going to um, look up 1982 and see if maybe it, it charts there. But I have uh, I have a sneaking suspicion that no. Yeah, I have a sneaking <laughs> suspicion. No, I mean, it's such a weird I mean, there's I, I can't even fathom that it would have even been screened on many screens, like maybe yeah. a couple grindhouse theaters in the middle of Times Square. Um, but, but like that's also that's such an interesting year, though, of like that's also like a shift of. Half of those being comedies, but adult comedies, and half being super serious. <laughs> yeah. And there's contamination. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Larva though is is a is the best title, and I feel like uh-huh. maybe that th- maybe it just wasn't quite marketed in the way that it <laughs> needed to be. I mean, you know, Larva might didn't... actually, because Larva kind of sums it up a little bit more. Than what yeah. it, I mean, if you're going and thinking this is an alien movie, like and related to aliens, which it is marketed as a sequel to in other countries, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, uh, they definitely pulled that move because uh, oh, no. we'll get into Italy's crazy rights uh, issues that they have over there. Um, yeah, I I think Larva is a great name. Um, not Especially able- because it's like it's the contamination of it all is in t- when you hear contamination, you think like that there's accident ab- ab- about it, <laughs> you right. know, like that right. it was yeah. some kind of mishap. And and but that's not what it is. <laughs> it's not a mishap yeah. at all. It's it's deliberate, you know. Yeah. And I don't it know. Larva. I also I love too that there is the titular line, but they don't say contamination. They talk about things being decontaminated. <laughs> like you didn't even get the right word. Like what are we doing here? <laughs> I know you haven't chosen a title of the twenty you have. I'm pretty sure the original title was just a script called like Aliens on Earth or something like that. Uh, uh, it was. Now I'm just looking for it. Hold on. It was. Yeah, Alien arrives on Earth. <laughs> was the original title wow. of this, which really is trying to use just the word alien in the most oh, yeah. <laughs> haphazard way that you can. Um, that almost feels man. like a not another teen movie type of title, like for a parody uh, film. Right. Where you're like, yeah. that's like your first thought joke, too. You know, like you got to come up with a better one than that. Can't we beat this out? No, no, we got to get it. We got to finish this movie. <laughs> um, well, Jeff, you talked about, I mean, it, it doesn't even show up in 1982 either, but uh, part of this movie, according to the facts, was partially funded by Colombian drug dealers. 
Yeah. When the movie what? made when the movie made money, they were very pleased with their investment. I mean, somehow it worked out for them, maybe financially. <laughs> maybe they also had a part of Univerix or whatever coffee company. So they were just happy to get a lot of free advertising. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, it is, it's a Italian movie through and through. Like from the uh, haphazard way they came about the idea and just looking up briefly like the haphazard way of uh, getting funding and actors. Um, uh, Again, like this is one, it was a lot like I said with Hercules where like it felt like I was getting into a nice warm bath because that's why James's question over text was so fun to me because I was like, (laughs) I've watched this movie times a hundred like and I watched it in the same exact way as I watch almost all of these Italian films in this kind of haphazard, weird, detached way that I can watch them. Because uh, yeah, like it's like it had, and we'll get into all of these guys, but it had like a lot. Of, it had a bunch of my actors. It had a bunch of actors that I'm like was psyched they were there. Like I knew I was like, hey, you McCullough's here. Great, fantastic. Like guy from Zombie and Doctor Butcher, MD. Uh, Luigi Cozy, I love him. Like, uh, he's a Dario Argento devotee. He worked with Dario Argento. He helped write Four Flies on Grey Velvet. And then he did Contamination. But also, like, how they did this is they basically were like, Ridley Scott's Alien came out. We should just make a movie that's like that. Like, and they were, okay. Like, well, I'll do that. And he wrote a script. And he put it on Earth because it would be cheaper. And then maybe the Colombian drug lords, maybe someone else were like, we should have actually other elements in this. We should put these <laughs> other fucking James Bondy elements, which even that is pushing it. Uh, because it also is every Italian style all at once. Like it is a little bit of Polizio Tecci movies, which are the, the Italian cop films. Uh, it, it has references to the Italian zombie films with one line about white zombies. Mm-hmm. Like uh, in, and it, it just like, it, and it has again, same characters The it might as well, it weird. I'll get into this maybe too much, but it like, it feels more like a Fulci movie a lot to me, like versus someone who would have done Argento film. Like they're in New York like it has crazy dubbing with weird vernacular that they think Americans use. Yeah. But I recognize the voices. Like I was like, I know that dubber. Like I know what other movies he's done. <laughs> like, so again, and like even seeing a shot of New York, I was like, God, they love shooting in New York and having a guy who doesn't sound like he's from Brooklyn speak right. like he's from Brooklyn. Uh, it's it, and it had Goblin, which I'll get into as well. But like, it had Goblin for the soundtrack. I was going like, to ask, could why not is it, be more why Italian? Are they, why are they referenced as the Goblin? They would go back and forth. Uh, I think when they started, they went as the Goblin, and it shifted to Goblin. But I'm pretty sure they were a different. They were a different band before Goblin, called Cherry Five. Uh, most of them, and then Goblin is just kind of they came up for the horror soundtracks. But it was. The Goblin, The Goblins, Goblin. It moves around movie to movie. Oh. Um, uh, so, and it kind of also depends. There's like two factions of Goblin. So sometimes if it's Claudio Simonetti is involved, sometimes if it's not. Um, yeah, again, just such a nice warm bath. Yeah, James, if you can't tell, movie. this is uh, Jeff's wheelhouse. Yeah. 
It's totally your jam. I like I like the movie more just after you saying all that. (laughs) That's what I'm hoping for. And I do hope that there's a weird way. Like, I don't want to be the ridiculous, like, over-explainer. But, like, this is also... uh, It's... uh, I mean, honestly, we mentioned Moriarty briefly. I would be surprised if I didn't somehow bring up Giallo's what I was directing. This is how I would teach sketch classes, too, in the dumbest way that is so alienating to literally every single person because nobody cares about these movies. Um, But, yeah, I think... And so, and also, like, a big... So, just to... I think it might set the plate for us kind of talking about it. So, a big thing with Italian cinema, one... And we're talking not Italian neorealism or anything. This is this is the exploitation genre world. They're all kind of friends. They all have kind of the same moves. They I can tell the difference between all of them. But a big thing in Italy is so their rights are they don't have copyright laws like we do, like especially in the 70s. So there's no problem with making an alien movie because they're just going to shit it out and they'll change everything. Uh, that's why, like, I talk, I've talked about before, like, there's this movie, The Cop in Blue Jeans, that's just a Serpico ripoff. And <laughs> it's, like, the main character, like, has, he looks like Serpico. He has a Serpico poster in the background <laughs> of his apartment. They're just like, fuck it. That's why there are a hundred Django movies. Like, that's why Tarantino did... Django Unchained as like a nod also to the fact that like they've got no rights there. Anyone can do anything. It's Thunderdome. So like it ends up where it's just like you've got just these and they had the finances and apparently from Colombian drug lords as well that were just shitting out just hundreds and hundreds of movies. And so it can be overwhelming sometimes. There's so much of the genre and weeding through what is the good stuff and the bad stuff is hard to tell even movie by movie. But, um, you know, in the grand scheme, I'll tell you where I think this lies in the world of Italian genre <laughs> film at some point. But, uh, yeah, uh, we should really get into it. Yeah, I know I've already it. started yelling too much about it. <laughs> but uh, to give a basic summary of what this movie, the one liner. Um, yeah, it's there are aliens that came to Earth. <laughs> that title wasn't completely wrong but also surprise it's hardly an alien movie for most of it and most of the time it's people dicking around um, <laughs> and slapping each other um, and being sassy with each other basically the number of times a woman just got slapped <laughs> or manhandled in this yeah movie. it's a weird I mean that's the thing too is like it. it's like it's both like not right and it felt so <laughs> comfortable to me just because I've seen it so many times. And also like they're fully fine with <laughs> someone will be slapped and they'll just be like, oh, Seemingly. that's so we understand each other. Yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> weirdly yeah. And they're just like, okay. Yeah. Then it turns <laughs> sensual in the creepiest way. I think that is a weird, I mean, I'm, I love it too because it'll be like, Seeing what gets pointed out as like almost the tropes of Italian genre, because like, yeah, slapping is a weird thing. Like even like fist fights in Italian movies are always somehow open hand slap fights. <laughs> like, everyone ends up just slapping each other around. Uh, there is always weird. Uh, uh, yeah. Sensualness mixed with the slapping. Uh, and then we're drinking mixed in as well when they should be doing their job (laughs) Um, uh, but yeah so 
you know, I think all like I would love to just even get James, like what was your like when it was over? What was your like if you had to give a log line like first blush of like what the fuck was going on contamination to you how did you feel when it was over (laughs) i mean you know uh, i i felt like you know we you can't you can't escape you know you can't escape the (laughs) the the alien it's it's always gonna be there you know it's bigger than the humans uh you know are and and bigger than they'll than they'll ever realize Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, I, again, like I was saying, like, was like, I wonder if I watched the last five minutes of one movie <laughs> that is not the same <laughs> movie that I saw, um, and even tried to find, I was like, let me just see if it skips ahead. <laughs> let me right. just see if it skips ahead in the weird way that I, that I, that I was watching. Um, I did, right. I did end up, I did end up liking the Cyclops design. I, I did think like, you know what, honestly, <laughs> honestly, like, thank you for crediting this because it is i'm terrified this is like you know, this weird blinking light yeah. eye and like several mouths and like and the way the guy gets eaten by it i don't know that was moving oh, to me yeah I, <laughs> I, um you can see him get flattened at that one yeah <laughs> He like disgusting. gets more and more uh, decompressed as he goes into <laughs> into the the nostril, um, right? Uh, yeah, like like that, was that I, a design choice? You think or just cheapness? Like that was one of those things where I was like, it could be the idea that the alien is like desiccating it like a spider. Yeah, or did they just have like a paper mache guy? <laughs> I think <laughs> it's cheapness squished. that that works. Like it's che- it's cheapness that like. But when you watch it, you're like, his insides are being slurped out. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. it feels that way. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, you know, felt sad. I felt sadness also, you know, because my man does get uh-huh. eaten and he, you know, went through so much shit throughout the, <laughs> throughout the movie. Yeah. Like, I felt like that guy man. particularly was like, ah, oh, my man, <laughs> y'all had him all locked up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, Jesus. Yeah, I already have two things off that. One, uh, cheapness that works is such a great description. Like, it's not only this is such a great description of just canon, but it's such a great, great description of Italian cinema to me. Like, and I use the word cinema broadly. Uh, but, <laughs> like, it is, that, like, that's one of the billion reasons I love Italian films is, like, they make so much out of so little. Uh and and that's why I'm always like, man, you were more artistic than you needed to be sometimes. Yeah. But I, I like I still really deeply appreciate like early, uh, maybe 60s, 70s dinosaur movies where they would just blow up a lizard and be like, that's the dinosaur. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. exactly. It looks like a real animal and it could because it is one like I respect this. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's, especially if it's Italian, then it probably definitely was a real right. Like it's like in all the I wrote Italian that movies, down. I'm, right? It's like I'm always like, don't let it be a real animal. Like they're just—they <laughs> seem to just not give a fuck. And there's been plenty of cannibal movies I watch where I'm just like, don't, 
tear that animal apart in front of me. Right. Don't really. Did, yeah, like they blew up that mouse. Yeah. That mouse. Yo, my is God. Dead. That mouse blowing <laughs> that up. Mouse actually. That was, a, I laughed out loud. I was like, but in my like going down a hill in a roller coaster laugh. <laughs> I was just like, whoa, <laughs> Jesus. Like, and you know it's coming. <laughs> You're just like, there it is. Um, I wanted also, though, say it like, I agree. Like, it legitimately is slightly heartbreaking when uh, the Brooklyn cop, and we're good. This is one I think we're going to be jumping around on this movie, but like, when the Brooklyn cop says, after he gets the shittiest kiss ever, <laughs> like, and then I think he says, like, that was the greatest thing that I've ever felt in my whole life. And I was like, yeah. whoa. Oof, jeez, buddy. I wish you had lived a better life up until this. But, like, yeah. he, he sold it, man. I mean, I also love that guy. He's, again, another Italian actor. He's in Tenebrae. He shows up in a bunch of other things. He's in this amazing Polizio Tecci movie called Live Like a Cop, Die Like a Man, which is such a ridiculous <laughs> Italian cop film. Uh, just two good-looking guys driving around on a moped together, slapping people. Uh, what does that mean? Live like a cop, die like a man? I mean, that's a good summary of, a get like a lot of Italian title, like, and canon. Like, come up with the title first figure it out later and then you're right, like write the thing what after exactly yeah. am, does that mean <laughs> like yeah <laughs> um i've talked about before but there's this italian western called duck you sucker and the and the whole <laughs> reason it's tight one of the titles is because i'm blanking on who directed it right now but he was like that's how americans speak americans say duck you sucker all the time <laughs> and it's like i think someone was fucking with you <laughs> like, and you believe the lie um uh but yeah like i think like i that scene was like kind of heartbreaking i was like oh man you really got it. and then i felt it i felt it when he got desiccated in that yeah. fucking third vagina uh third yeah. <laughs> third vagina mouth um <laughs> from that crazy monster. Yeah, I loved I was thinking so like it's not an alien. It's not even aliens. Like that's the crazy part. Like throughout most of it, you're like, what happened? This isn't Ridley Scott or Alien. Yeah. Um and when it does happen, it's almost shocking that it becomes an alien movie briefly. Like, you will, yeah. like, forget that that's the case. Because it also, the logic behind, like, why he's working with this alien, like, we don't quite know. And then it's like, is that alien in charge or are, like, you... Are you in charge? Are you sort or... of... you Are you in charge, but, like, you feel slave to whatever this... You know what I mean? Like, right. Well, it was so bizarre. I couldn't discern... I couldn't discern what was happening, you know? Yeah. That's a question I have for you, too. Um, so would you say, cause he has these followers, right? And it seems like he's like this kind of like drug Lord type, right? A person. So was he using mind control too for these people? Or was he just a very kind of like cult leader type of, in a, like, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, enigmatic, Ignatius, like, enigmatic. Yeah. Drug. Like kind of like, uh, like like personality that people were just drawn to and they're like yes just the one under the cyclops you know like this is our mission right i thought it was that i i thought it because it seemed like because it seemed like he because <laughs> it, it seemed like he got obsessed with it in a way that like caused him to bring back whatever spores he he brought back right 
and and then and then everyone sort of like started working under <laughs> underneath him, you know, because of his charisma, because of his passion for it, and because of it sort of being connect seemingly connected to something larger than than they are. But it didn't seem like yeah, right. he was like putting something in their their tea or like he was you know, he was actually mind controlling them, you know. It didn't seem oh, yeah. that way. I mean it's But then I guess when the guys like shoot the egg the shoot shoot very the, the cool. egg when they when they run into them the first time, <laughs> yeah. that does that moment did kind of feel like, no, maybe that guy's possessed. <laughs> yeah. So now I don't know. Well, no, that is the thing, because it is hard to weed through, and, you know, because they don't seem to care. They're just like, whatever works for whatever scene, <laughs> and then jumping around tone anyways. But, like, yeah, it's like, is the alien Cyclops, is the alien Cyclops the Xenu or the L. Ron Hubbard, or is the other guy the L. Ron Hubbard or, and or the Xenu, or is he under the control enough? Because I wasn't sure with those 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 underlings, if they were possessed by an alien, they had aliens in them, or were they humans the same? Yeah. And I did love that scene. Like, I thought those guys were actually awesome. Like, I loved him. The look on his face, like, of, like, being insanely happy. Yeah. <laughs> and then kind of being like, what the fuck? This isn't exactly what I signed up for. But also, yeah, <laughs> like it goes through a multitudes. And the one guy on the far left. So when it goes slow-mo and they get exploded, he's like really taking a long time. He's making a meal out of falling oh, yeah. the fuck down. <laughs> and like, I was like, is that a dummy? His face looks so <laughs> unmoving and wooden. <laughs> I think it was just crazy slow-mo. But like. I guess because it also feeds into that it's slightly unclear and maybe it's different in your version, James, that you watch. But like it's like they wait until the very end to kind of say what the the impetus, the drive for all this is. And I guess their basic thing is just like, we're just like you. We want to breed. Blah, blah, blah. We just want eggs everywhere. But the egg bacteria avocados are like they sometimes explode and kill you they sometimes possess you and explode they sometimes do it was just like they sometimes do this they sometimes do that and yeah. it's hard to follow what exactly they do but then i was like wait are you trying to kill these people like like or do you want them to be possessed it would make more sense it makes sense gore wise to have them explode it doesn't make sense for their grand plan to yeah. keep killing everyone. And also, everyone. like, do they all grow into a cyclops or no? Like, right. are, the, are those exploding eggs going to, uh, the ones that that exploded or caused people to explode, are they going to eventually be giant cyclops, cyclopses? Or, or what was it about the, t you know, when he explained what the cyclops was, it was, like, seemingly disconnected from the eggs. Like, oh, some other tissue right. grew, you know, it's like, what? Like, right. I don't get what the eggs then are. Well, yeah. are the eggs just a whale sounds delivery system? 
<laughs> like, because I think that's mostly what they do. They're a little bit like these things called the Buddha box that you could used to buy from like, you know, uh, obscure record stores that just played calming tones. Right. But I definitely had times where I was like, I think I own this record. Uh, and I think it was on like Wyndham Hill and it was a classic of new age music, but like my wife was not watching. It was like looking at her phone, playing Tetris or something, but just every once in a while I would just go. <laughs> and it was piercing at times. Like, I know I mean, like, the whale sounds are insane. My wife, um, my wife was like, she like, she was like, what is that? Like, cause she was on her phone too. And she's like, what, what? What is that? There's something wrong. And I was like, No, it's it's the movie. It's the movie because we're watching it kind of like at low volume too, so it doesn't bother our yep. daughter who's sleeping. And my mom's in town too. She got vaccinated, so she's visiting us, and mm-hmm. she watched it with me. And she even was like, Is that the movie? Yeah. <laughs> the first time it happened, I thought it was not something was up because I can't. You can't trust. We've talked about before. Like you can't trust these smaller movies on Amazon. There's no quality control. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, most of them look like they took it off of the reel at the grindhouse and then fucking threw it on a transfer tape. And, like, maybe they're missing half of the audio. Like, it could have been, like, a fucking New Age birthing VHS that got put into it. But, yeah, that first time it happens, I was like, this can't be the sound that the aliens make. And then they were like, oh, you didn't think so? Like, I'm going to double down on that times a thousand. Oh, yeah. Like, like and that's like so what like because that's the other part so like like I I love figuring out this plan because to jump to the middle when they trap the 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 woman who is like the head of some sort of government agency that <laughs> somehow Brooklyn lieutenants know about <laughs> um, right. and are willing to give army salutes to that maybe show that his penis is is hanging out. Um, bye, bye, ding, sorry. Uh, so they and she ends up in a bathroom. Someone sneaks in and puts one of the whale sound eggs in there, and it's so long, like it goes on for so long. Were the, was the egg? I think that's the hard part. Is when you know that it's based on Alien, the whole time you're. It's hard to not think. Okay, this is going to be a face hugger. Like, yeah. this is how you yeah. populate the planet. But were they trying to kill her or were they not trying to kill her or were they trying to possess her like Hubble or Hubbard or whatever the main guy's name was? Or was there another reason? Like, was it just to play her a new record that they had made of white <laughs> noises for 20 minutes? Yeah, and I don't know, too, because they when they when they were talking about when they were talking about um hubbard they were like they were like he's the only one no he's the only one we don't we didn't get yet but but what does get me i assumed it meant killed we haven't he's the only one we haven't killed yet but then but now that i'm thinking about this like maybe yeah, maybe you don't explode right away. <laughs> maybe it is that it like it gets you and it like pulls you into, you know, right. uh, into the fold. And so they were just trying to like, you know, get her, whatever, you know, and like maybe, bring her in, whatever that means, right? But then yeah. he just pissed off that it didn't kill her. 
Wait, you're right. Yeah. So the eggs, when the eggs explode, they die. Mm-hmm. Because he was right. like, he was like, our egg is lost. Yeah, yeah, and and it's for nothing. So, right, which I now get. I like, now if, I don't know if, anymore. Right, you can, it's hard to be well because also like, I'm trying to think like, are they kind of like pro-lifers? Or is this guy like every single sperm counts? Like, is it, like it's hard to not be like. You've got a billion of these giant avocados. Like, you're fine. Like, it's insane how many eggs you have uh, that you're just populating everywhere. But I guess all, like, they're also a little bit Borgy. Like, they're a little bit like in, like, Star Trek, like, where it's like they're all connected somehow, which is a little bit of, a, you know, the, the xenomorph idea. Yeah. Kind of. But that's the thing. It's like whenever it tries to do alien thing, that is you're constantly like, it's kind of that, but not exactly. And so it's hard to kind of weed through. Uh, yeah, I don't. It's just. <laughs> There's no consistency yeah, whatsoever. They just wanted there to be. They were just like, these are the ingredients. Yep. An egg. <laughs> uh, chest explodes. Um and then sort of general fear, <laughs> like yeah. general. A there's, mother there's alien. Some suspense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I say? Can I say maybe a crazy thing here? But this shows how dumb I am. It's only until you literally just said that that I was like, oh, that's why they were exploding because they thought yeah. they were doing chest bursters. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> I did not even put two and two together. I was just like. It's Italian gore movie. I don't know. They need to do slow motion exploding. Like, it makes sense to me. Immediately, I knew this was like an alien ripoff. But then the fact that um, that that there's no aliens coming out, it's like, I don't understand the rules here because, like, you get exposed to these things. They splash on you, and then you explode. But then they also, what do they do when they hatch? We never saw that. Like you were saying, James, <laughs> like, do they become the Cyclops or baby Cyclopses or, like, what what are the rules here? What's the plan? Because they said, oh, it's going to be incubating underneath New, uh, New York City. And imagine all that, you know, that's going to explode and kill everyone. It's like, but then what's the plan? It's the perfect incubation. It's humid and disgusting. <laughs> New York City is a cesspool. And then heat makes them, uh, makes them hatch. But they froze them, and but then the next time they're they're flame throwing them. I thought the flamethrower was going to make them like, like all right. explode or something, or cause like the opposite effect of what they wanted. But that's like I don't know the rules. <laughs> I didn't track the temperature thing at all for that exact reason because they were like the, the, <laughs> the heat. They were like, let's make sure we burn them. I was like, oh, this is going to be a huge problem. Yeah, <laughs> like they're gonna, right. they're going to like multiply or something like crazy. They make and, us but stink then that about didn't it. happen. Right, they act like we're supposed to think this is going to be like an important plot point because it's like you're frozen before you're putting heat on them. What's <laughs> up going on here? Like it's just like <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> hey, like just like so angry. <laughs> like, but yeah, like then you're just like, okay, I guess you just figured it out. Heat, and then even that, like my wife again looked up is just like flamethrower is like an alien, huh? And I was like, yeah, you know, <laughs> that is taking random elements, man. I don't know. I mean, yeah. that's the other. I mean, that's why it also felt uh, Italian, because anytime I watch one where I'm like, I know what your intellectual property is, you're kind of taking from. You're always like, wait a second. 
am I misremembering the movie that you are ripping off? <laughs> like, and you start to second guess yourself. That happened with the cop in blue jeans. I've talked about before, Frank. We're probably going to do it on this. Like, there's a movie, Street Law, that I love a lot. That's essentially an Italian Death Wish ripoff. Okay. But he's the most ineffective Paul Kersey. Like, he's constantly getting beat up and slapped himself. <laughs> But like throughout, you're just like, wait, am I not remembering Death Wish? How does this movie work? But especially when there are basic rules. And look, also, you're working off of one of the greatest films ever. Like you're like a producer in Italy who I a picture is like the Italian Menachem Golan and Yoram Globus, uh, who are the heads of Canon Films. James is Golan and Globus are these crazy men. Uh, I would imagine there's an Italian guy who was just like, of course we could rip off Alien. That can't be that hard. Right. Ridley who? And you're like, no, I mean, it was yeah. literally a groundbreaking film one half of a year before you went into production. <laughs> like, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, but there's, uh, there's also like, you know, only one chest exploded in that movie. Like, <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> Right. We can top that. Yeah, I mean, they went for it with the exploding. I mean, yeah, how do, how do we all feel about uh, seeing so many exploding chests and rats and everything? <laughs> I mean, honestly, you know, thinking about what what um, Cameron did with, with Aliens, they, it's not like they weren't mm-hmm. on to something <laughs> with, like, just yeah. do it more. Isn't that going to be cool? <laughs> like, if, yeah. if there's more of I mean, it, it's got to be... <laughs> Sometimes people forget that that really is just the best way to do a sequel. It's just like, remember what was awesome? More of it. Like, it really is like Alien (laughs) into Aliens. You're like, oh, right, we can have more than one alien. That's pretty cool. Um, Yeah, I mean, for me, it was just so, it was the most Italian, but like, it just looked like uh, a Fulci movie to me. (laughs) Like, just constant gore and meat being thrown on people. Um, it also made me, and I love, I mean, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a seventies Italian gore hound in a, you know, that blood's always going to look like paint. Uh, (laughs) and it's always going to be unbelievably slow. Like, that's what I realized too, like watching this where I was like it doing it because we watch these things with a more critical eye than I've ever watched and more than these movies maybe should be watched. Like it made me realize like, oh, that's like a basic trope of Italian film genre film at the time is like a surprising amount of slow motion where you're not positive if they think they're doing it to be tense or if they're just filling in time and, or they just want to really show off the effect that they did. Like, and it's a real gamble because it's never tense. And this is a consistent in most of these movies. You're just like, like Fulci does that all the time. Like there are scenes where you're like, Oh, that, that spider, that tarantula is going to crawl across someone's face and like bite their eye out. But then you're like, really taking a long time. It's taking forever (laughs) for that tarantula to walk over to the body and, the only thing yeah. that that seemed to take the only the only part that seemed to take a long time for me was the like there's an egg in this bathroom yes. with me like that yes. seemed to take too long but but before everything before that I was like I was okay with like I I I so this was one of those p- points where I was like is this a weird jump or is this how it <laughs> how it's supposed to happen but but I but I looked at on the other version and it, and it is this way 
too. <laughs> um, but when they're like, when they're like, hey, it's a we found we found this egg in the in the ship. And they're like, well, don't touch it. I'm gonna I'm gonna touch it. <laughs> I'm gonna touch it. And then like the next shot is just like they're all like covered in blood and like and I I I don't know. That was that was tense. And then the 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 scene later when when they they. <laughs> knock on the we already talked about it b- before but the, but but we didn't talk about this part when the guy knocks on the door and <laughs> the guy just shoots him in the, his, yeah immediately yes. shoots him in the head like this th- it was a it was a lot of gore and more than i typically uh like sure <laughs> but but i don't know i was like i think i'm here for this like i think <laughs> this is i think i want to see this i think i want to see more makes me so I happy think to hear this <laughs> I, I i even and this is jumping to the end but even at the end when the when when um hamilton finally explodes when you can like very clearly see the um pack Blowing that's going up. to explode yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know uh, but but it's like i don't know maybe that's just his organs swelling. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, <laughs> you I give think, it the benefit I think of the I'm doubt. cool with this. <laughs> you are becoming a true Italian genre viewer because giving them the benefit <laughs> of the doubt is the key, buddy. Like, that is really <laughs> what it is all about, where you're like, maybe they went for that. Maybe they weren't blowing it there. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I I truly love that you brought up that scene where they that first find so it funny. because it's so ridiculous. It's like, it's also like throughout I kept being like, oh, right, this is everything I love in these types of movies where it's like a weird kind of delay for no particular reason. So like a weird fight for no particular reason, <laughs> uh, 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 you know, the crazy overdubbing and voices. So you've got weird accents yelling at each other uh, because that is also uh, just to let you and as you saw there. But like that's like a consistent of Italian films, both like legit and the kind of more exploitations like they never did like live sound and mostly yeah. because uh especially in the uh genre ones they had like everyone was from everywhere else like it would be mm-hmm. like you've got german actor a bunch of american actors who are like i'm done in the states like that's what like obviously like leonardo dicaprio's character's doing in once upon a time uh and so like and then they dub over everyone's voice and you'll sometimes be like are you speaking english or are you just in german (laughs) like what is going on here but that's when you get yeah that fun of like no you shouldn't touch it get out of my face (laughs) but and then is that the same scene too that like it was the for me especially being used to the only egregious use of slow-mo where i was just like are they in slow-mo of the guy just picking up the picking up the egg yeah (laughs) And are they doing that because they said be careful and that's his version of being careful. It's like, yeah, it's like you could see the lights flickering because it's in a different speed on the film. (laughs) Um, It's pure insanity. Um, But only because it was such a drastic, like I fully forgave how slow that movement was, but because it was such a drastic cut to what happens after. Like, yeah, they're all dead. You know, like, all of none of them <laughs> everyone's dead like Surprise. I, I don't know yeah it really is ah oh, man it's so crazy i was I confused also, yeah sorry sorry i was confused by that because the brooklyn cop was like perfectly fine and i was like wait when did it get on the other people i was like wait what what i was like oh okay now he's done <laughs> like, okay right man ah oh, god it's also like 
around there, I was like, I, it's like one of the men, again, the billion reasons I love Italian films, I'll forget the things that will happen in almost all of them. And I'll be like, oh, right. As soon as I saw New York and I saw the Twin Towers, and I was like, woof, geez, this this is classic. Uh, But I knew that we were going to get crazy American dialogue. Like, and that we're going to have, like, that guy riding the helicopter going, like, this captain's a real turkey over here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, I was so psyched because then you've got, uh, uh, what's his name, Marino Massi, who's the lieutenant. And they're like, do you want to go in that ship? I'd rather be skating in Rockefeller Center. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, in case you barrage. forgot, it's New York. Hey, I'm going to go down to uh, Ray's Pizza. Oh, go to Original Ray's. And they're talking about that for 20 minutes. Then all of a sudden, they're wearing their contamination suits. Skating in Rockefeller Center. (laughs) Something no New Yorker has ever said. in this context. All Brooklyn lieutenants do anyways, James. (laughs) Um, Where are you from? Brooklyn, just in general. Um, But, like, I also did love, like, that their contamination suits had, like, wide open like they were just like smocks. Yeah, the pants they put on. Yeah, they were just wearing yeah. like pants and smocks. But I'll let I, it slide. I kept. I couldn't get past, especially because of now what's happening yes. in the world now. But I couldn't get past the fact that their eyes were just openly <laughs> exposed in those, <laughs> in those suits. It really is amazing. How... And then later, though, they have on masks that cover their eyes, right. which makes sense. Right. But why didn't they have it in the beginning? Because yeah. uh, you know why, James? It's probably because they had a PA like I was when I had to when I PA'd this major film when I was in film school once and I totally forgot to bring a costume that I was supposed to bring (laughs) and then went on another grad student shoot and they're like apparently I got home and it was like yeah this company was calling us like 50 times freaking out (laughs) because I had these scrubs for the nurse scene sitting in the back of my Bronco too. And I got like chewed out the next day for it. Um, Yeah, no, it is also weird how, and we've, this has come up before, Frank, where it's just like, oh, I didn't expect to have like a trigger from this movie. (laughs) Like even just the word (laughs) contamination, I was like, oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, this thing yeah, we're yep. living through? Right, right. <laughs> cool. The, that I kept thinking, like, their eyes are exposed. Like, yeah. <laughs> like right. their eyes are exposed. Could you go wash your <laughs> hands? Your eyes. Jesus, you just dealt with 15 exploded bodies that that's you just a- stared at. <laughs> well, that's what surprised oh. me. When they go to that warehouse, which, again, very funny scene where he's like, let us in. Well, they're like, we're going to catch them by surprise. And they bring a whole army. And then they're like, let us in. He's like, oh, okay. Boom. Uh, but then <laughs> they all get in sight. Well, he rams a van right into that. Van's totally cool. Uh, doesn't get damaged whatsoever. Yep. But then they get out, and it's like, there's tons of eggs everywhere, and you just saw them explode. Well, you're not wearing anything. Some people yep. are. The people with the flamethrowers are, but they are wearing nothing. And I'm like, you're inhaling that shit. Like, what is wrong <laughs> with you? I'm like paranoid. <laughs> I know, I know. And also, though, even... So on a separate question, are they... Is it supposed to be semi-future? Yes. Because they have future doors and future helmets? <laughs> That's another oh, element yeah. from Alien, I think, or Blade Runner that they're trying to, to, to cop. Right. That, like, you're not making a big deal out of that we're in the future. This is just commonplace, that we have a door that we have to press a button and wait for her. I immediately like erased 
the thought that it would be weird. But 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 it 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 first came up for me when they were like at that com- the computer was like a <laughs> like a <laughs> It was like a wall with lights coming yes. out of, you know, yeah. like, when the computer was that way, I was like, maybe it's just supposed to be, that's like a high tech computer and they couldn't get like, Man, you know, yeah. but this is any kind of device to stand in for it. Yeah. But now I guess I'm also realizing they didn't make them. Well, they both made a meal of and didn't make a meal of, and this is much like the heat versus flame thing but like they have gone to mars then, yeah right? we yeah. live and it's in kind a... of commonplace yes we live in a yeah. future where we have uh, sent men to mars right they have made a, a mission to mars and came back successfully or semi-successfully and that giant the the room where they had him in uh where they had the brooklyn cop in in that giant computer with all these levers where they had that extra just like kind of messing with like things here and there. They're like, you back <laughs> mm-hmm. there, just push this button, uh, spin this thing, just make it. It, it felt like very 1950s. Like there are elements yeah. of this movie that felt like 50s sci-fi to me. Mm-hmm. Well, th- yeah, like everyone pushing buttons reminded me actually of Halloween 3. Oh, right. When they're, yeah. cut, when they're cutting up the Stonehenge and you're like yeah. one, like the like Halloween's today. You don't need to cut more pieces of the Stonehenge rock. But also, <laughs> what are you all doing? Like you're all just <laughs> this computer, looking at oscillators yeah. and pressing <laughs> shit. Versus in contamination, they're just looking at like a lava lamp. Yeah. Like they've just got that screen that just seems to be like a kid's toy. It's <laughs> just like mushy. Um, yeah. I mean, because that's the other part, too, is like. I mean, it's it's them just as, maybe just assuming we'll assume, but have they got? Has there only been one mission to Mars, or is it they've gone enough that there it's, was only one? Okay, and then I think even that made me made me go, okay, so it's still like, it's like they've only gone once, so it's not like super far in right, the, right. In the future. They did they, they did one mission. It probably cost a lot of money. It probably took a lot of resources. Mm-hmm. Like okay. And then but one also, of their guys came back crazy, so they're like, no, we're done. They're like, no, well, ne- we're not going to do it again. You know, that felt very like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, we went to the moon a couple times. We're like, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> it's too much Right. <laughs> we're not going to send people there anymore. Uh, I think it's also like, you know, it, it's like it, it. I wanted them to be smarter, but I get why they aren't. It's almost like in theory for our benefit, but it's like the main woman like basically pieces together like they've already said eggs a billion times these are alien eggs and alien- and then she's like wait a second right wasn't there that one guy who we all said was crazy and i ruined his life and career because he wouldn't shut up about how there were eggs oh now i'm realizing that like and i was just like you should have realized this a long time ago you're giving us all grief like get out of here lady but it is frustrating because then also i did get frustrated on ian mccullough's behalf again i love that actor uh i I, ian mccullough was the one that looked like uh colin first dead yes Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Who also look? I always there was a period I'd get him confused with the guy who is in uh, Enter the Ninja. Yeah, I thought that's who it was hair. at first. He he. They've almost are like interchangeable in roles sometimes in Italian films, but this guy's a Scottish actor. Um, okay. Uh, uh, I also want to give a shout out quickly to the guy who uh, was driving that truck. 
Uh, he's this actor, uh, Carlo DeMejo. Uh, he's a Spanish actor, I think, but he's an awesome guy, too. He's in a bunch of Fulci stuff. He was in, like, House by the Cemetery, City of the Living Dead, like, right after this. Uh, he mm. shows up, and I think he might also be the guy who discovers the person with the tarantula crawling on her face unbelievably <laughs> slow, <laughs> if I'm remembering correctly. Um, but, uh, yet yeah, she also, like, it's like she won't stop fucking with him. She goes to, like, get him on board. Yeah. She's like making jokes about how his dick can't get up because he's a drunk. Yeah. And I'm just but like, that got him in you. line, though. That got him on board. That works. I know. She knows how to play him, <laughs> apparently. Like, she knows how to wrap him around her finger. Like, but that it's just like the whole time I'm just saying, there's like, you did this to him. Like, you legitimately are the one who publicly shamed him and <clears throat> ruined his life. Yeah. And I just I feel also for didn't him. like the way that the way that the, the, this, like, sh- she rem- she remembers him all late, but then, <laughs> but then we cut to them watching the video the video of what um, Hamilton right. said about it. But it was like at that point in the in at that point we all know that that Hamilton yeah. denied it because right. because Hubbard Hubbard is the one who went crazy and was and was you know <laughs> and was shamed in this right. way so it was like why yeah, right. are you why are you now playing with our emotions by showing this video and then going wait a minute he's dead <laughs> like what like right why did the info come out that way yeah it is an odd delivery of information. It's like makes it then more kind of confusing in a weird way. And you're like, when he does show up, and you're just like, oh, yeah, I mean, okay. Like he was taken up. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what? You kind of told us this already. Yeah. Like, I will say, we have to, we have to talk about and go through a little bit. Like, I mean, when they show us the video, uh, uh, which is a lot like the Running Man, the beginning, where it's like they have, they seem like, oh, it's almost like we're watching footage of Arnold in that helicopter. And it's like, wait, are we just watching the movie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like we're watching a memory that feels like we're watching the movie of them going into the aliens world. Like that is the most, that section is the most egregious. We are just doing alien, <laughs> uh-huh. but in a piss poor way. Like it, like I wrote that, like it looked like, when in grade school you had to make like a diorama and you're like, I'm going to, I've got so many big ideas. I'm going to cut this shoe box and I'm going to make it look like this scene. And like, I remember I did, I had to do a diorama on Henry Ford and the Henry Ford. And, and I, I lazily just made Luke Skywalker, Henry Ford. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was like, and I, but I made it a donut machine. I don't remember why I made a donut machine instead of a car machine but it's like i didn't put an outfit on it i just kind of shoved luke skywalker in the middle of this box and that's kind of how it felt like it felt like you took the concept of again you are messing with not only alien which is like we've all agreed is like a work of art but giger like hr giger is like the greatest designer of all time and like his designs and set designs are the most mind blowing thing ever in Alien. And then there's contamination. <laughs> it looks like they chewed up some gum and put little pieces of used gum all around to make for the little eggs. It was just like such a like I'm like it was like one of those moments where I was like, Italian films, I'm on your side. But I mean, come on. 
<laughs> like, what are we doing here? <laughs> also, like, like the surface of Mars before they got into the cave was just like a white void. <laughs> like, what was? The... Yeah, what we was didn't know the... that it's snowy. The polar ice caps. Yeah, they were the at the ice caps. caps. The that's that why they... it was a white void. Yeah, that's why it was a white void. Okay, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't connect that. That's why there was a giant cave <laughs> with teeth and eyes. Because yeah, it's the polar ice yeah, caps. It was a you face. Yeah, that's what they melt in Total Recall so that we can get an atmosphere. Totally makes sense. That's where they got the idea. Philip K. Dick was like, saw contamination and then didn't write that in his book and then in his story. And then they ripped it off for Total Recall. Uh, But yeah, I think, I mean, also Polar Ice Caps feels like budgetary concerns. Just like putting it on Earth, they're just like, we can just put them in white, right? Right. Like, we don't need to show what Mars looks like. I was going to say they cut corners a lot, apparently, in like some of the facts that they were talking about, because they wanted the, I believe they wanted the, the, the main, the Cyclops alien to be stop motion. Okay. And then yeah. they were like, no. So then they had to do that. And then they wanted to do like all this other stuff. And the financers were like, no. And then, so it's like, <laughs> it's what you're watching is even more limited than the limitations they would have probably had. It's like, if only the producers had like seen some of the footage like pre the final cut and just been like, if we just sell like one more kilo, yeah, then we'll be able to make it stop motion. You know, <laughs> like if we could, if we could just get this puppy moving a little bit, yeah. Like I mean, that makes no, sense. but time is time is money, and like if you to do the stop motion, that's gonna take that takes more that's time. True. Long they gotta, time. They gotta bang this. This movie's gotta come out, you know, so that they that can... is true. <laughs> we've we've got a we've got a firm release date of either 1980 or 1982. <laughs> <laughs> Our hands are tied. What can we say? Here? <laughs> um, yeah, I just that scene is is it's it's. I again, like I was just like, it was a great example too of when you're like, know your limitations and keep it dark. Like keep the lighting dark, keep it like because when at first you're like, great, okay, whatever. We know that it's just like kind of like a shitty like matte painting, like or diorama basically. But like once it blew out, I was like, whoa, 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 like lighting guy. Like, turn it down just a notch. <laughs> like, help out your crew here. <laughs> like, we need this thing to look semi, semi-convincing. Um, yeah, I think... I also... Did my raw... Did... So, when Ian McCullough's, like, drunk... It's also always weird, because Ian McCullough's also, I'm pretty sure, the singer of Echo and the Bunnymen, so I'm always, like, missing... Right, Like, I'm like, am I wrong? Like, I think I might be wrong on this actor's name. Um, but... Does he yell out when he's drunk? I don't know what Mars is, and I was never there. Yes. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to verify that he upped the ante, like should have said, I never went to Mars. I don't know what you're talking about. Instead of, I don't know what Mars is. Just like, <laughs> we're but a little bit how... on like, was that an improv? Like that just went wrong. Probably, but that's how damaged he is, Jeff. That's how much right. they yeah. fucked him over. You're right. You know what, Frank? Maybe. Just maybe. He's pulling a molasses two by four, and none of this ever happens. Maybe. (laughs) This is just like Chuck Norris in every missing in action movie, and he's just drunk the whole time, and we are just seeing these psychotic ramblings of a drunk man. Yep, we're seeing the inside of his head. (laughs) We zoom in on an egg at the end. It's out. It's in the world. This is is our world now. (laughs) I would have loved if we zoom in on that egg and someone picks it up, cuts it open. It's an avocado. 
They eat it. Oh. <laughs> they were right the whole time. Jesus. And then the whale noise goes, oh. <laughs> um, I also need to, so like, I like, it's again, it's a, it, going back to what you said, James, where you were like, why did they give us these facts about how heat and ice or whatever? Like, I wonder if this is what they think was the James Bondy elements that maybe some of the producers asked for. Like, they come up with this timeline. Like, where it's like, the government has given us 72 hours, or they're going to go public. I don't, that's something we all have agreed that governments do, apparently. We always go public on aliens. Um, but so they were getting 72 hours, and then they're very loose about it. They're just like, <laughs> you know, they go down and they just kind of are drinking some shots and then talking about how they're going to eat. Making fun of her for being a woman, and she takes too long getting ready, (laughs) and then have a whole like semi Laurel and Hardy, Abbott and Costello style comedy routine (laughs) about how both of them want to go sleep with her. (laughs) So they're going in and out. It's like a it's like a uh, 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 upstairs downstairs like British. Comedy, yeah, noises like, off, kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's like noises off, mm-hmm. like into the outdoor sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, why did they? I, I mean, partly I was just like, just trying to be like, oh, it's just Italian films. That's what happens. Like they're never gonna not be distracted by flirting and stuff. Well, that's why the kiss felt weird to me because it felt like I was like, this came out of nowhere. But it does feel like very Italian of being like, you know, well, there's a man and there's a woman. They have to kiss. <laughs> We have to have the love, you know, like that kind of thing. Even if it shows that they weren't tied up that tight. Like when they turn around to kiss each other. I was like, man, you're really big. You could do a full turn. This is working out I think it just, it, 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 it made it more impactful so that she could scream when he dies. Yeah. And we can feel like. It's a greater loss mm-hmm. than you know than whatever than what it was than it would have <laughs> right. been had they not kissed. Right. True, had we, they not been. We in needed the Sam and Diane. Will they or won't they? Like you know, right. we needed the Cheers element in here. He definitely which, was the the Sam of the movie, or like the Han Solo because of the way he used that comb, the way he tapped that comb after he yeah. uh, combed his hair. You know, he's the cool cat. Man. He, he really is. He really is. <laughs> I will say, too, it had the... How I also knew this was uh, an Italian genre film. It did have uh, elements that are sometimes... And they only got into it a little bit, unless I'm missing other parts. But just even the fact that they had to go to South America, and then they had like a brief moment of just like, whoa, what's going on with this culture? Like is frustrating because it but it is also weirdly in line with the history of Italian films like yeah. it's like it's like you know like even the fact like I briefly was like oh this is like a weird almost line from like the Mondo Kane series you know which was like about like m- the bizarre acts in the world like you know uh uh but was also a section where I was like, well, maybe we don't need to do this. I don't really know why we need to be in South America for this little part. Um, yeah, I I just thought it was like, hey, well, here we are. It's a new, it's a new, <laughs> it's a, 
new movie. Isn't, isn't that a part of the spy sort of aspect of it too? Like we have to go, we have to right. go to this this uh, uh, you know Far place that we have. You know, it's an exotic place, and right. and he'll he'll have to uncover you know that there's something deeper going on there and. You're right. You know, I don't know. Pl- and he'll, no, no, and he'll put on a he'll put on a, a hazmat <laughs> suit. And we won't know right. which one is if is it him? Is it not? You know. Yeah. Um, which is yeah. also why it could be something you were just like, what movie is this? Did I did it shift <laughs> over? Because yeah, like you like that's around the part two where yeah, it makes sense they would go to like a quote unquote exotic location. And that then they're separated and doing stuff that has nothing to do with alien or just aliens and as a whole. Yeah. Like they're getting stuck in some long section where it's like they're taking a fake tour of the coffee place. But then also <laughs> Ian McCullough's like stealing in a helicopter, maybe, but maybe not. And then it crashes, maybe. And it's like it's just a way to get them separated, I suppose. But there's that long section where I was like, oh, I'm for- I'm just like forgetting what I'm watching, uh, <laughs> yeah. which is like I, I kind of said at the beginning of the movie, uh, the, the talking about this movie is it's it's not unlike almost every experience. Like I know I babbled and babbled and babbled about how much I like Italian film, but this is also how I've watched almost every single Italian film from the 70s and 80s. There's like a middle part where I totally zone out and start looking <laughs> at message boards i'm like staring at like record distros for a period and then i remember i have to take notes and be like oh yeah i'm supposed to remember what's going on here (laughs) but because they don't care like they're just like whatever we're just dicking around now yeah but it's such a consistent and i i have such a leniency for it in a weird way like i just am just like that's just part of the experience is that there will be 20 minutes i will just zone out on uh but it was yeah. also sort of happening at the exact same time as, well, no, I guess they're 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 there for, they're there for it before it even becomes spy like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just sort of there, and they are kind of meandering and dicking around for a bit. I mean, that's also why the the they, they the, stretching out all of the other stuff in that is why the like scene in the bathroom takes so long because they're like let's also <laughs> have them <laughs> talking about how much they want to sleep yeah. with her <laughs> while she's like my goodness potentially gonna die <laughs> yeah right having a debate if they should wait for her no she's probably sleeping let's go eat on her own where do you think we're going to eat like yeah. just getting distracted and weirdly i'm getting engaged and i'm like where are you going to eat are you thinking you're going to eat in the hotel yeah. i would like to know what this answer <laughs> is but yeah that that is also like i i i mean do we think do we think they thought they were building up the tension there i think that's the thing is like it doesn't feel it doesn't feel tense. It doesn't feel, and and maybe the whale sounds made me less tense than I could have been. But right, I I don't think I don't think they built up the tension much there. But when but when Hubbard is like you know he like stumbles across a uh, a uh, the guy the the guy who's bleeding and he you know and he, f- right. he finds he you know he figures out what white zombies are that stuff was kind of like i was kind of intrigued there i mean i didn't i didn't know what was supposed to be happening you know i didn't have a clear grasp on like what 
what else could be going on right now instead of instead of this kind of espionage but it was like oh okay a little i'm a little interested here yeah yeah. (laughs) i agree that part i was in because i didn't know either i didn't know where it was gonna go i was shocked that they were gonna and i I was like really zombies like this is gonna somehow turn into a zombie movie i thought so too um (laughs) Yeah, and then it didn't. I also briefly was like, is Rob Zombie going to show up? Uh, I just all of a sudden just pictured how amazing it would be if he was just singing Dragula. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was legitimately uh, Jeff, like, that was solo, not White Zombie, thank you. I know. <laughs> Fine. He was singing Astro Creep and then, uh, you know, Thunder parts Kiss. of Thunder Kiss 65. Um, great. And then uh, a, a deep cut from the EP, Make Them Die Slowly. Uh, which is an Italian film. Ah, see, I pulled it all together. You did it. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I was legitimately like, I was, I was, I, here's the thing. I was both surprised that they, they got me. It's like they, I got the fish hook in my mouth and I was like, where's this going to go? What's this going to be? <laughs> and then like two seconds later when they're, you're like, oh, white zombies is just like guys in hazmat suits. <laughs> okay. All right, you're collecting more avocados. That's cool. <laughs> Whatever, man. Um, but it was, you know, it was like a. But he discovered he had to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. He, he was smart enough yeah. to to put it together that those are the white zombie. You know, like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I did like that. I mean, again, most six and one of the more successful, uh, one of the more successful plot wise, one of the more successful tense and where like. If they're going to be shifting tones, they did shift tones in a pretty solid way there. Um, yeah. What did we, and I would also love to hear from you, especially James, on this. Like, what what did we think of the music in this movie? I, I mean, it didn't, I, I didn't find it, like, I didn't find it remarkable. <laughs> is, that, is that fair to say? It is, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't find it like I, I did I wasn't like oh I hate this but I wasn't like oh this is great like I love this it felt like I don't know it it never I feel like there were a couple times I feel like there were a couple and I may be misremembering but I feel like there were a couple times where I was like well maybe I wouldn't have played that there in this moment <laughs> yeah but <laughs> but but beyond that it was like yeah I mean. I agree. Frank, what'd you think? Yeah, I was I was kind of disappointed, you know, uh, because I I'm familiar with Goblin and their work, especially with, you know, like Suspiria and all this other stuff. But like so hearing this score, I was a little it felt like maybe Goblin phoned it in a tiny bit. There were a few music cues that I liked, (laughs) but otherwise I was like, I wasn't loving it. Yeah, I was a little disappointed myself. I again, yeah. it's semi-leading, but it's like, yeah. I mean, it it could have been very possible. I was wearing my Goblin T-shirt today. Like, I love <laughs> Goblin a lot. Um, I actually shared. Here's the way I like shared the main theme from Contamination with uh, past guest Josh Rubin because uh-huh. I made him like a Goblin playlist. Uh, and it was partly because I was working off of what is on Spotify. But like, even then, I was like, wait, where did this theme happen? It doesn't happen in here. Yeah, oh. it does feel. I just didn't. I couldn't find it. Like it, it huh. and I don't know. It did feel a little phoned in. It felt like I was like, "Oh right, you, you, ninety percent of the time you're doing horror soundtracks," and it felt like they picked the sci-fi presets 
on their keyboard. Yeah. It just kind of went with yeah. it. And every once in a while, you're just like, ah, and, and it's exactly what you said, James. There were some times where I was like, I usually stand behind your choices here, Goblin, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's what I would have went with for this one. It was sometimes distracting. Yeah. Uh, more so than I want it to be. It was one of the one of the main things I was excited about to watch Contamination was a Goblin score I wasn't completely familiar with and then was bummed that it wasn't as, you know. I, again, I legitimately was sitting there. I was like, I wonder if James is familiar with Goblin. God, I, I just want it to be good for him. <laughs> like, I, just, <laughs> I just want it to be the Goblin not, that I babble I- about. <laughs> I'm not. This was my. I mean, I don't. I don't think this was my. It probably was not my introduction to them. Mm-hmm. But I. But I wasn't like. I didn't like Who know immediately. Like, oh, yeah, it's Goblin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, I feel yeah. like maybe it's a budget issue too. That it was like, that maybe they came to Goblin because they're like, those are the guys who do the Italian horror scores. They're the mm-hmm. go- guys to go to, and they're like great we'll do this uh you know how much you gonna give us and it's like way less than what they they would get and they're like yeah <laughs> i think we got some b-sides here somewhere uh they're kind of like just getting it from here. the cutting yeah. room floor yeah i mean which would make sense because like you know luigi is like his is like dario argento's like you know best bud so you know that if he would come if he would end up there then that would tell you know but i do feel it does feel like yeah, that they just kind of pulled out some of their uh, leftovers. It's like, yeah, they, yeah not their best in the. Yeah, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I mean, I, I feel like we're kind of wrapping up on contamination. Are there other things yeah. that we want to talk about with it? Anything we missed? Um, again, I just want to say again, it was super sad when my man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when my man got got entranced by the cyclops that was that just it wasn't right like what what like what like what did he do why did he need to be killed like he could have been you know brought into the fold he didn't have to die (laughs) did he have to be eaten (laughs) yep you could seem ready to be be brought into the fold too you know that's part of why i feel like it's like it must have been belief based that people were brought into the were brought into the fold because because he was you know what I mean he was why kill him if you could just (laughs) you know turn him him. under your wing right but were they yeah and when the eggs were exploding were they is that eating people when you make them explode like is is there some nutrients that they gain now I have more (laughs) questions but (laughs) but I mean, which happens. I mean, it seems like this movie just leaves you with more and more questions. I mean, I'm sitting here realizing it's like we talked about, like, there are, like, the three vagina mouths on the side cusp, but then there was also, like, the tentacle that sometimes yeah. just whacked you, sometimes just, like, farted. Which you could see the, the cord in. on in the right. white shot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. I missed that. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I yeah. Uh, I mean, I think we hit it all. I mean, I I think it's a, it's it's a wild ride. I'm so, again, I'm so psyched we watched it because it feels like I don't even go as far down the Italian rabbit hole as much as I used to. But there was a period where it was just like every other night I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna check off another one. I would forget which ones I've seen, yeah, <laughs> but this yeah. allows me to like check off the box 
of the like hundreds of Italian films at this point for me. And I could have done, we could have done it without you, James. And I appreciate that so yeah, thank much. You. I mean, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, so- I, Thank you for introducing me to this <laughs> to this <laughs> movie. <laughs> this so we, we we wrap it up always with uh, <laughs> uh, our arbitrary rating system that doesn't make any sense, and it's basically out of one to ten canons, how canon would you rate this canon film? And it's not even how good or bad it is. It's how in the world of canon films, whatever your version of what you think canon films is, yeah. where it lives in that world. One to ten. <laughs> okay. Do I, should I do I start before you guys go? Yeah, you start. Yeah. Now, should okay. we give examples, Jeff, the, of canon films? Oh, yeah, maybe films? we should give examples. You're right. I always forget to give the examples. Yeah. Well, what would be a good example? I mean, well, have I've you been, ever seen the movie been, Cobra? No, I haven't, but I, I, I know what, it. That's like a 10 canoner for us. Masters of the Universe or... Over uh, the Top. Over the yeah, Top. I've been yeah, scro- I've been scrolling through canon films and trying to see which ones jump out at me. And so far, <laughs> <laughs> But based off of what... Based off of every, everything we've been talking about, and every mm-hmm. sort of thing that 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 we've said is in line with 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 canon films or, or movies like this of the time. I would have to say that this is. I'm going to say this is um, eight canons. <laughs> oh, <laughs> whoa! Is that is that is that? <laughs> Oh, we'll Entirely find out, too many No, no, I love it. I love it. I love this <laughs> we'll answer. Find, I love yeah. this answer. That's why I said it is a total arbitrary, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no system. rhyme or reason for out this. Of, yeah. Wait, and it's out of 10 cannons, out right? Out of 10 yeah. cannons, yeah. It, okay, it, yeah, eight, eight cannons for sure. <laughs> great. I love it. Frank, what do you got? Uh, I think James is right in that the, the, the spirit of the fact that it's kind of done with these intentions of being like yeah let's make our own version of this movie Mm -hmm. uh the 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 choice is to kind of change the genre like uh kind of sort of in in the middle of the movie and halfway like all back and forth and um but as far as like canon goes i would say like as far as like the the feeling because canon didn't really do too many horror films especially sci-fi horror films I'm like at a five or six. Yeah. What did we give Hercules? Do you have any idea? <laughs> Hercules was, I think, higher because it was, I don't know. I think maybe we were biased about Hercules because we enjoyed it so much. We did enjoy it. I mean, I <laughs> but... enjoyed this so much, too, in its own specific way. Yeah, I think it, it kind of, it's so weird for me because James brings up a good point because, like, if you think about it, it like, it follows, it checks off. Right. A lot of the canon, uh, like uh, the checkbox, you know, checklist. Yeah. As far as like the choices and, uh, but I think the Italian <laughs> crazy exposition. It, yeah, the exposition, the crazy ADR delivery of exposition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fact yeah. of how it's like delivered. Yeah, I think there's. Oh man, that yeah, it, the the effects like there's so much that does feel like canon that it makes sense that this is canon. Yeah, you know what? Know. Then, I'm having a hard time with this. Yeah, how about th- I'm going to give it a five because okay. I think it's a split down okay. the middle. In yeah. that, 
every it as you said like even again talk like hearing james talk about it it's like oh right it does it checks off it checks off a lot of the there's a venn diagram overlap yeah but the <laughs> of but italian the, film and canon yeah exactly and but the delivery system fits more so the italian tropes but it does have all the can and like you know it would take like <laughs> yeah. the littlest tweaks like you get like a first and burger azito in there like it would be like it would you wouldn't have to do too much sometimes to make it a, just yeah. a straight candid. I think it's five. I think it's like a split down the middle. This is like this is like a 50 50 producers deal like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is a uh, Italian slash uh, Colombian drug lord production <laughs> meets Menachem and and Yoram production <laughs> Another together. Common canon uh, element is that there's a good idea in here. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. given the right people, the time, the budget. To me, this felt like, did you, did you, any of you see the movie Underwater? Yeah, you've gifted it to me, and I thought it was real yeah. fun. No, I wanted to see it so bad. It's on HBO Max, I think, <laughs> right now, but uh, I enjoyed oh. Underwater. It's, it's, it's low budget, but it's like, it has enough of a budget, and it's got this fun element to it, and it's like, it, it, it's. I feel like if this movie had the underwater underwater budget and sure. like that kind of crew, then it would have really been like they probably would have pulled it off. Yeah, yeah, that totally makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a it's a it it it, it works in yeah. its not workingness <laughs> all at yeah, once. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's a it's a it's a beautiful flawed beauty, uh, man. So this was so great, James. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. So where can the where can the people find you? Anything you want to plug? I'm et on social media, James Third Comedy. Um, third is the number three R D. That's me. Fantastic. Thank All you right. again for doing this. And Frank, oh, any <laughs> yeah. any other plugs too? Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, nothing <laughs> happening. <laughs> what about nothing, your podcast? Uh, nothing for people to definitely check out. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can listen. I have a podcast, Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Uh, we're at Black Men Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And I think we're wherever you listen to podcasts, but I don't know if that's actually appropriate to say. <laughs> you know how like you can say it's everywhere, but then that may not be true. Yeah. And I don't right. want people to be like, it's yeah. not on this app, you piece of shit. <laughs> that's that's what I, I mean, listen to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's then I'm always just like, what the hell is this app? Like, get it together. Yeah. <laughs> Prove to me. Prove to me that this app is better than every billion other ones we have been talking about. Right, yeah. It's uh, not on yeah. Potty. We're like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I you didn't know that. I didn't know Potty existed. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. It's a podcast channel you only listen to while you're taking a shit. That's how it works. <laughs> um, That's how it feels right. it. Uh, yeah, I believe it's everywhere. Um, so again, thank you so much, Frank. Where can people find us? Uh, they can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Canon Canon. The second Canon has one in, and you can also sign up for our Patreon at patreon.com backslash the Canon Canon. Second Canon has one in. And again, thank you to everyone that's been joining on our Patreon. Thank you that's been sending us stuff lately. I feel like we've gotten yeah. an influx of really fun uh, stuff and people interacting with each other. Uh, uh, just various soundtracks and uh, movies that were going to be produced by Canon. Uh, winners Dinners. Oh, oh yeah. man. A collection of Michael Winners food <laughs> reviews. 
<laughs> the director of Death Wish and Death Wish 2 being a jerk in fil- in food reviews is one of the greatest things I've seen recently. Um, he's he is, such a he's monster got some... in real life, and it just makes so much sense that these would be his uh, reviews. There is like a collection of like <laughs> 10 different Michael Winner collections of these reviews of books with like insane <laughs> titles uh, where he's just being a jerk, and I'm here for it. I love him uh, for being <laughs> the jerk he is. Michael Winner, you're crazy. Uh, but... On that note, until next week, I'm Jeff Garlock. And I'm Frank Garcia Hale. And this is The Canon. Canon. I don't even know Mars. Mars.